listen to mama.com you might not go to hell Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 46. It's July the 1st, 2007. The 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Dave, hi. That's such a jaunty little tune. Isn't it, though? It just it makes a, puts a smile on my face. That's a good thing. That's wonderful. And one thing I like about it, too, is I think we're not overselling our hand here because all we really say there, or, or you know, your buddies are chicks that, that sang this, all they're really saying is you might not go to hell. Exactly. I mean, we're not really saying you're not going to go to hell. We're not even saying it has anything to do with listening to this or not. <laughs> you know, really, it's, yeah, that's true. It could have nothing to do with us at yeah, all. Exactly. Whether you go to hell or don't go to hell. But that said, it's not, I like it. It's a, it's a good intro. I think it it's about what we're about. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> So, my fam came out this past week to celebrate my 50th birthday, even though it's not till August, because they could all come out now. Yeah, how was it? That was kind of fun. We um, we went to Tombstone, and we went to Sedona, and we kind of hung around here, Had a, went out to dinner, had a big party on Saturday, and yeah, it was all right. They gave me the usual, um, you know, stupid hats and old fart stuff and blah 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 you know that kind of thing but yes it was pretty fun anyways well that's good yeah it was nice having the fam out here even though they came at the absolute hottest time of the year but uh, <laughs> and did, did you um have other people besides them at this yeah i Sunday? had some other people from some friends of mine and cool. people from where i live here they all showed up so well that's cool yeah it was all right i'll send you some pics all right. Just put a pic on the website. I I do that. We should put pics on the website. We don't have any, do we? We don't really have any, no. Yeah, let's do that. But it's fine. What's new with you? Not much. Yeah. Was it fun making that intro? It was kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I I sort of gave him license. I said, "Here's kind of what I'm thinking of," and Christy came up with the tune, and Cheryl said, "How about this accent?" And they did it, and I said, <laughs> "I'm good." So, <laughs> but very cool. So, so what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. These readings allegedly. We talking about girls. I like girls. <laughs> you got any girls that you want to talk about? Oh, uh, let's see. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> so, um. All right, so the readings. The first, here's here's my uh, take on the readings. I think these were all about letting go. All three readings were about letting go, discipleship, leaving the past behind. Yeah, burning your bridges. Burning your bridges. Yeah. So I was, you know, frankly, I was a little disturbed by some of this stuff. Really? How so? Okay. Well, you know that first reading where Elijah and Elisha wasn't that kind of coincidence too. Change one of those letters, and. Uh, the guy just wants to go and kiss his dad goodbye. It's like, oh, what are you doing? How come? What do you think I did? You know, then Elijah gets all aggravated. You know, I don't know about some of this stuff. I get, I get the idea. You got to leave things behind. On the other hand, this is a Jewish family. What they're going to just leave without? I mean, it's, it's about as unrealistic as I could think. You know, like someone's going to actually just not say goodbye and just take off. I don't know. Something about it was a little 
I get the idea, but there's something, and even in the other stuff, the other readings that Jesus said, there's something about it felt a little cult-like to me. It's like, well, you know, you got to not talk to anybody, like, from your past. And I don't know. It uh, kind of bugged me. Yeah, okay, you know what, though? What? Now that you're saying that, as, I, as you're saying that, on this gospel reading, you know, where Jesus says that? Yeah. He, he sort of says the same thing, right? Right. He says, yeah, if you don't blah 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 say farewell then you're not fit right and, and it occurred to me though but the opening of that re the gospel reading is about you know when the days for jesus being taken up were fulfilled he resolutely determined to journey to jerusalem okay that's how it starts so he's on his way to go get killed yeah so so, so, so when i read the second part of the gospel it occurred to me that well he's probably just a little cranky because <laughs> he knows what he's going to be walking into and they don't so i mean it's like he's got a lot more tension and junk but but then as you were saying this it also occurs to me but that's sort of the same problem that elijah was having the fact that god told him to go throw his cloak on alicia here yeah right this is at the end of his career also. I mean, I think following this reader, I mean, I think this is the big deal where he goes up to heaven in a fiery chariot or something. Yeah. But the point is, he's turning over. He's nearing the end, so maybe he's a little cranky too. <laughs> well, also, yeah, along with what you're saying, they, they probably both had a, a lifetime of sacrifice of, of where they just turned over their life to God or will to God. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're, they're coming from that. And, the, yeah, and they're like, saying, well, come on, I've done all this, and you, you got to, what are you waiting, you know, waiting you, for? Exactly, and you still want to go eat a popsicle, you know, before you do this? That's kind of their attitude, I guess, but, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, when I say this, it's not that I don't get the the meaning of it and, and, and the symbolism of leaving something behind, embracing the new, I do. I mean, I just... Uh, just seems a little less human what they're asking it here. It does, and, and you know, and, and you know, I also was thinking about well, what what does God call you to do? Sometimes, you know, sometimes He calls you to just deal with your family. I mean, some some people that's their call, you know. So, and I I get it. I mean, I get that it's you know it's a symbolic language in terms of you know letting go and turning to God. But yeah, I don't know. It kind of bothered me a little bit. And then the other thing that bothered me in this reading. I was very bothered this week. Um, was that whole thing in the second reading where he's talking about oh, you got to let go of the flesh and and you know turn to the spirit, and which I get, I understand that, I get where they're going. On the other hand, a lot of crazy crap has kind of developed because of that. You know, th that whole idea that the flesh is just something that's awful and terrible, and I don't know. It, I I just maybe I'm more reacting to how people have you know run with some of this stuff. You know, and just interpreted it into maniacal, uh, you know, self-flagellation and all the other. Yes, that I think that this was words like this were stimulus for some of these, uh, you know, heresies like that. Oh, the body is evil. Like I forget Gnosticism and sure. There's another but that separation between. Yeah, where oh yeah, Jesus God is really divine, and this body was just you know awful, and he you know, forced himself to take it. I don't think that's true either. I mean, I think, you know, God made us like this, sure. body and soul, and I think he rejoices in both halves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm i with you on, on this concept, too. I didn't really like that either. Yeah, and I, you know, and I think that 
certainly you can see where people I mean that that is the basis of addiction and, and whether you're talking sexual addiction or addiction to drugs alcohol gambling those sorts of things I think I think it's sort of speaking to that kind of putting the pleasures of the flesh ahead of everything else and then you you wind up going down this you know hole of um, this descent into you know total separation from your spirit so I, I mean I, I I get that aspect of it that when you're when you don't have the other side uh, uh, <laughs> yeah the, the other I, I hear you you yeah. know what I'm gonna say here I'm gonna say it that probably Paul was cranky too I think this everybody was cranky in this Oh, cranky this is a cranky week well yeah because like you know if you're pissed off because somebody's doing that kind of crap you'll overemphasize the other side just because yeah. those people are already mired in the wrong thing right. so you have to kick it shit out of the <laughs> yeah i suppose i suppose but, but i'm saying but it, but it, i could use the same you know concept here well they were all kind of cranky with <laughs> you know a little irritated and so then they talked from their irritation which and they were overshooting the marks right, you know, if, right. You, if you're yeah, so they were almost like they were kind of as you say cranky tried to exhort them to get their shit together right and maybe as you say kind of uh, overemphasizing the one pole of the whole deal which you know so that if you come at it with an even keel and you're not cranky you yeah. go well that's a little over the top and and perhaps it is <laughs> in, in all instances but they're maybe trying to make a point and that's true and, and, and also just in terms of uh, of something that in terms of writing or speaking sometimes you you have to be a little bit uh, over the top to make the point I suppose to have it be dramatic, I guess you know. Indeed, hyperbole or something. Yeah, like I that. mean, if he, if right. if 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 this was a reading and said, well, you know, we want you to follow, but we know you got family responsibilities, so why don't you take care of those? And then, as soon as you're done with that, let's meet up down the road. I mean, he probably doesn't wouldn't have the emotional force. <laughs> Perhaps not. <laughs> like you say, yeah, we're, they're probably making a point, but. Yes, as we who are, you know, of the flesh kind of go, eh, I like girls. <laughs> no. Or, you know, I don't. Well, anyways, back to the point of it, though. Yeah. I mean, if, if we accept the even the point of, like, leaving things behind, I, I, that is a very difficult thing to do. I mean, the day-to-day -day basis, you get so wrapped up in one's responsibilities and struggles and, and whatnot uh, it's very it's very difficult to I, I guess maybe we're every day we're being asked to leave something behind I mean that, that isn't just like a, a big thing that descends from the mountain one day uh, you're probably being you know, faced with that every day I would think yeah it does call you to faith because like you say when you know Alicia's out there plowing the fields and he kills the oxen and burns his equipment he's making a big leap here he's yeah. he's he's committed now <laughs> he's not gonna be a farmer anymore. no he's committed to whatever the next thing is so you know have you ever felt that in your life like something was asking you to like leave everything else behind and and go yeah and it's a difficult thing to do it's it's hard to make it's hard to go kill the oxen <laughs> and and burn the plow because that's the thing that you've been doing for many years exactly it's provided your sustenance and I mean, that we that happened a few weeks ago in the, uh, maybe a month ago. You know, when Jesus 
was crucified and Peter went back to fishing, he said, I don't know, let's go fish again. Right. I mean, he was sort of going back. Sure. <laughs> and so I guess, you know, this sort of says, you know, if you start on the, and that's kind of what they're saying here, right? That, like the last word in the gospel, no one who sets a hand to the plow and then looks what's left behind is fit for the kingdom. Eh, like I said, a little over the top, but the point being, you got to go for it. If you're going to go for it, do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, so. There's not an actual inclination, though, is it? I mean, we have these brains and we're think about consequences. And, and we want insurance. We buy insurance for everything. Yeah, I know. And we want to hedge our bets. And, and, and what's my golden parachute in case this doesn't work? Of course, if you see that new movie, Sicko, even the insurance doesn't work. <laughs> I haven't that, that Michael Moore movie about the health insurance industry. So we go and try to get this insurance, but you really can't. I mean, there's there's so many things that yeah, but but they sell it to you like oh well they you do, know yeah this in case of a disaster will bail you out here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I guess that's kind of the point of these readings that there's no bailing out. You got to go for it. So so everybody, you got to go for it. Is that you know that's that's kind of like you know foosball. I kind of think it is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gotta go for it sometimes. I mean, you just gotta, you know, go ahead, take it. <laughs> take that shot. Exactly. Absolutely, you don't, you know, because you never know what's gonna happen. That other person, you know, they might be not as good as you. They're be they're intimidating you into thinking that they are. Well, and if you half-heartedly take the shot, that it's easier for them to stop too. I mean, you're not. You know, you're not <clears throat> giving it everything, and so therefore it's not as good of a shot. That's true. If you're looking behind you, that's right. If you're thinking, looking at the scoreboard. Yeah, if you kind of go, well, I guess I'll take the shot. Pro- you know, all right. That's not the same as, damn it, I'm going to go for it. That's very true. So Excellent point, my man. All right, so shall we end here? Are we we could. Is it time for us to go? You know. A short show. It sounds like it, what is it, 10 minutes? How long have we been doing this? Well, it's... It doesn't matter, Dave. It's the cohesiveness of the show seems to be working well, so we that's can just right. end. You know, and, that, and that's just an example of what I just did there of looking back. Exactly. What am I doing? Who cares? I, I, Who cares what the time is? I got nothing from these readings. Obviously, I'm just doing things. I'm not going to look back. We're just going to go forward. I'm going to say this last part here. This is about discipleship. That is kind of interesting. So this is from my good friend Wikipedia. It says here, the same process of transformation is also evident in the recorded experiences of the original 12 disciples of Jesus. Though regarded highly throughout church history, the biblical texts themselves do not attempt to show the 12 as faultless or even having a solid grasp of Jesus' own ministry. I thought about that when uh, the guy was, they were talking about, they were asking Jesus, hey, why don't you just uh, send lightning or, you know, you know yeah. that part where he said, right. oh, they don't like you, so why don't you just destroy the city? And right. Jesus kind of, okay back there. Anyway, so um, all four gospel texts are not reluctant to convey the confusion and foibles of the Twelve in their attempt to internalize and live out the ministry of Jesus within their own discipleship. Perhaps the greatest disappointment for Jesus in regards to the Twelve is when he announces that he will be put to death. Peter, at that point, boldly rebukes Jesus, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. To which Jesus responds, get behind me, Satan, you are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. While Jesus is teaching that humility and self-sacrifice are the ways of discipleship, Peter is still demanding self-preservation 
wrong, even if it is the sake, for the sake of his master. So it's that whole idea about self-preservation versus taking up the cross. And it's using the mind of God rather than the mind of man. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, cool. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.